Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Redeemer Radio's Spring share We are so excited to be here for St. Elizabeth and Seton's Hour. My name is Zach Coyle. I am the principal at St. Vincent de Paul, but actually married at St. Elizabeth and Seton, so I'm happy to be supporting. I am here with Father Stephen Felicia, cool. associate pastor. It's great to have you on, Father. Thank you. It's good you. being here, Zach. Thanks for having me. Really excited that you are. Listeners, we're going to open with prayer, but we're also going to open with just the great invitation to call in and support maybe the Holy Spirit's been having you at the phone ready to call as soon as St. E's was on. So if you want to, call or text the word GIVE to 260-436-9598. And part of our prayer will be that the Lord's fruitfulness really be abundant in this hour. Father Stephen, would you lead us in a prayer? I would love to, Zach. In the name of the Father and the Son and and the the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Gracious risen Lord, we praise you for all the ways you reveal yourself to us, especially through Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street. Help us to take up the call of sharing your message of love to all those we encounter, as well as those consuming podcasts and other media. Please give us the courage, wisdom, opportunities, and resources needed to reach those who are not currently connected to you and your church. We entrust our mission to your perfect providence in the name of Jesus, through Mother Mary. Amen. In the name of the the Father, Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, Father, thank you for a beautiful prayer and just amen to the beautiful message you shared for the Lord's love to be upon us through all these avenues. Well, so, glory to God. You and I have not overlapped a ton, but no. we actually have all these great connections through Redeemer and through St. E's. So, right. We're truly blessed. It's like a brother I didn't know I had. Amen. Thank you for that. <laughs> you might regret that here shortly. Though. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we were connecting before we came on. So listeners out there, hopefully you're aware of Spoke Street. So Redeemer is featuring a lot of the content from Spoke Street that oh, yeah. they help organize. So, so many podcasts live now. Father Stephen, you and Father Dan Kale run a podcast that I think has gained a lot of attention and excitement. Tell our listeners a little bit about it. Oh, God help us. There's uh, the Deus Vault podcast, Zach, and that's a podcast between me and Father Dan Kale, who's parochial vicar over at St. Charles Borromeo. And that started when we were, it didn't start when we were seminarians. We started talking about something like that when we were seminarians. And yeah, there's a long story about a car crash, and Dan had to take me home, and we were just talking for hours. And he said, you know, we could probably do a podcast. I said, I don't want to do a podcast. Sure. But he talked me into it, and by the <laughs> grace of God, uh, we set up shop right around 2020. Okay. And basically, we just talk about anything that's Catholic or that you can find Catholicism in. So, so again, like, obviously, that involves the sacraments, uh, vocations. We'll have interviews. Uh, we've interviewed the wonderful and beautiful Miss Jessica Hayes, the consecrated oh, yes. virgin. Oh, yeah. Excellent. And, yeah, you probably cross paths with her from Indeed time to time. Indeed, we do, very frequently. And then other stuff like Batman or Warhammer 40,000, for any <laughs> yes. of you who play a tabletop miniature game as I do. I love the, it. Uh, it's, it's, there's a lot of Catholic elements. If there's anything true, then it involves Catholicism, quite truthfully, Amen. because Catholicism is all about truth. And so we just find the aspects in it and then analyze it and discuss it and oftentimes go off on segues it's a delightful time and it's a good it. way good way to run into my buddy uh father father kale so. that's great well redeemer's making it possible and we even have an opening pledge it looks like for saint E's. oh yeah and so for again anyone who uh, wasn't with us right as we started call or text the word give to 260-436-9598 and we want to thank susan ross thank you for pledging online shout happy out happy to have you already supporting saint E's. thank you so and much i think our redeemer staff will load our our goal for the hour. So as they do, we'll share that out with you. So we're hoping to get many of our Sinees parishioners and friends online or calling or texting the word give. Great. All glory to God. 
So, Father Stephen, the community of St. E's has been in my heart for a long time. As I said, my wife and I were married there. Congratulations. family there. And, uh, you know, she grew up in the parish. And um, my brother-in-law, as you know, is a priest for our diocese and grew up there. So there's there's this charism, I think, though, of of real welcome, of invitation, of growth, right? Well, it's a joyous place. And, again, it's, it's one of the largest parish in the diocese. I don't know. Everybody, everybody throws around, oh, I bet it's this large or whatever. It's, it's significant in size and scope. And there's all kinds of things going on. I mean, well, I mean, you have to remember when I showed up, it was time of COVID. I was ordained in 2020. Yes. And so that was, yes. a, that was a tricky time. And so there wasn't, and no insult meant, but it was just the way things were at the time. Nothing right. was going on anywhere. And then as I was there, you just started to watch different Oh, organizations and community outreach uh, start to reopen up, obviously, or maybe not obviously, Bible studies and things focused on teaching. We And then Father Terry even asked me right around when he showed up, Father Terry Coonan took over in 2021. Don't quote me on that, but he's in France, so he can't correct me. <laughs> the, uh, he asked me to start teaching a more in-depth class on Catholicism, which was called Catholicism 201. But then okay. there's the Knights of Columbus, of course, and then we have wonderful ladies who make blankets for the sick for a Lutheran hospital. Lutheran hospital oh, is awesome. only three miles away from us, so sure. we're there frequently and so oftentimes we remember <laughs> please god to bring the blankets that yes. was also tricky during the time of the pandemic but oh, i'm sure now it's it's a lot more free and available to just bring in anything you want into the hospital well that's beautiful oh yeah and then and i want to make sure yeah. i pick your brain about you know the school and youth ministry and, oh yeah um some common interest there but i still want to encourage our listeners we have one opening pledge St. E's Communities members, may your generosity shine forth because there's so many great things happening at your school and, of course, at your parish. And we definitely want to share that with Redeemer and continue not only Deus Vault, but so many great avenues of bringing the Lord to bear um, around this area and especially for our parishes. So, Father, uh, we do have one other pledge just oh, coming in now. Thank you so much. It looks like Vicki Sakura, you've called in a pledge. Thank you, Vicki. That's Rotsy, fantastic. Vicky. Um, but Father, one of the things that, yeah. so, um, oh yeah, there's a school too. <laughs> right. Well, so, um, we were talking before, so I'm blessed to, um, host spirit in the schools. So that podcast is really looking at uh, the Holy spirit is truly present in our Catholic schools in abundant ways. And so we share stories of self gift and it's really been beautiful. And I, I really have to compliment you for some of the staff that you work with, some of your colleagues in the school who came on the show who are helping um, you all with your ministry, Faith with Fathers. Mm-hmm. Currently, I'm aware of no other Catholic grade school with this particular format. Really? And it really inspired me. And I've, I've certainly talked to our own pastor, Father Dan, a little bit about it. And so we'll see where the Holy Spirit goes there. But for any listener out there, this is exciting. I mean, it just is an obvious way that God is in action right now. So tell our listeners, what in the world is Faith with Fathers? Sure. Well, again, when Father Terry arrived, he wanted to do more with Catholic education. And then, as you have rightly pointed out, and I was remiss to do so, we have a, a school at St. Oh, you weren't remiss. You were going through a, a mental list oh, of like, yeah. every ministry you have. Well, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I hadn't yeah. even scratched the surface I yet. I know. But be that as it may, Father Terry wanted more education done, and he wanted us to be more present in the schools. By us, I mean the priest. Yes. Myself and Father Luca Coye uh, are the parochial vicars at St. Elizabeth's. And so once a week, or excuse me, twice a week, because we do this on Monday and Wednesdays, on Mondays, myself and one other priest, or, or we'll rotate, so, you know, two on, one off, go in and we teach the 7th and 8th graders for about 40 minutes. Okay. And one, one priest takes the 7th grade and one priest takes the 8th grade, and we will educate them on the faith. So 
and then on Wednesdays, so just yesterday, we educated uh, grades K through three, and then the other priest takes four through six. And so Great. I got, we call them the bigs and the littles. <laughs> yeah, and well, sure. We're like, and in the morning, we're like, who's got the bigs and who's got the littles? I love it. But That's I fun. had the bigs. And so oftentimes we'll just sit down and we'll say, well, does anyone have any questions? And they'll ask all kinds of questions. So sometimes you don't even get to the prepared topic. But okay. they're always interested in angels and does does a cardinal outrank a bishop and things oh, like that and they'll sure. ask they'll just ask interesting questions you know what happens when you die um yes. important good catholic questions yes. to know the answers to but then also we'll have a topic prepared so yesterday i had a topic prepared on the benedictine medal oh. and so i taught them about that wow. and that opened them up to questions about exorcism and things like yes. that because the medal's actually exercised and blessed yes and 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 works as a ward against evil and that sort of thing so so that absolutely opened up a ton of questions what but, a beautiful ministry sincerely oh, it's delightful and and you just sit there and or you stand or you pace and and you interact and i always wanted to be a teacher um that might be a bit of a stretch to call it like that but but i've i've always felt a desire to teach that's a better way to say it well as a spiritual father you are a teacher right wow. that is a huge part of your ministry and clearly oh. you're you're hopping right into it i do want to thank two other anonymous pledges that have come in for saint E's. way to go saint E's community you're up to four pledges the goal for your community is sixteen thousand dollars which is an excellent goal and that definitely warrants some real consideration. I'm hoping that somebody on campus right now is listening, maybe in the parish office, maybe in the school office. <laughs> Carry that radio out with you. Broadcast it to the classrooms. Find parishioners. Get them excited. Get some pledges coming in. A little the number, again, is 260-436-9598. You can call or just text the word GIVE. By the way, if you call in, you can write whatever message you'd like to share. So if you are a parent at St. E's and you're listening at work, and you'd like to give a shout out to one of your children, you can right now just by calling in. You can give a shout out to your teacher. You can give a shout out to Father Stephen. I'm sure Father Terry's plug, even if he's in France right now, he's probably, you know. I'll let him know. I'll take <laughs> the great. message and pass it, it on. That's good. <laughs> so how do you choose the topic? So we're, we're back to Faith with Fathers, yeah, the yeah. Benedictine Medal. What an awesome thing. Like, why else would they have heard about like it wouldn't well, have been in our our inherent religion curriculum right so like probably is not. it the holy spirit's grace guiding you or are you asked you know maybe by father terry or someone to, to kind of prepare a sometimes we talk amongst ourselves and, okay. and we'll say what do you think we should we should talk about and then sometimes i'll even toss it out to the office staff and again like my secretaries honest to god give me a decent amount of feedback they're like oh i don't know about this you know sure. and right. you know, can you tell us more about like i don't know the miraculous medal or tell yes. us more about mary and mind you i might start a brief conversation there and then i'll be like yeah i can totally do that as a topic for kids and yes. then I'll, I'll go into the class and you get some slides on some powerpoint and you're like well, again, there was another topic was the miraculous medal. And here's Mary with grace coming out of her hands and standing on a serpent. And so you can talk about the symbolism. Yes. Yes. And it's a wonderful kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, to watch the kids or even when you get the littles, like just to teach them that Mary's colors are blue and white. Mm -hmm. And then again, like you can honestly get them to chant it. And, sure. and that's so charming. And then also... To reinforce it, I oftentimes reward with candy. Well, so, of course. So that's, you say, so what colors? It's a sound pedagogy right there. It's amazing, by the way. Like, and they love it. But and so you say, what, what are Mary's colors? And they blue and white. And sometimes you get like red and green, and you're like, no, no. <laughs> try again. Yeah. And but yeah. they get it. And right. I, I mean, for instance, like I even learned just recently, um, Saint Joseph's colors are are brown and green. 
Mm. Now, again, like somebody online once said it was red, and I won't get into a theological debate, but if you look, and then I, I, I checked, like run a Google search, but like all the clothes that St. Joseph is wearing sure. is normally brown and green. Sure. Brown being the color of a working man who's I was thinking the worker, St. Joseph the worker, sure. And, and right. green for loyalty. Yes. And he's he's just present. So like there's something else I got to teach the kids when learned myself. But again, like simple things for the for the for the children that, that are easy enough to remember, but that they're likely to encounter encounter again and again throughout their lives, please God, as they're they're raised Catholic, and to say, Oh, I know that. That's yes. intrinsic now to me. And then so like the Benedictine medal, um, I have something of I, can you have a devotion to a sacramental? I guess you can. Yeah, because you can have a devotion to a rosary. Sure. I have a devotion to the Benedictine medal, not not as per se hardcore as some people, but I like them. And, <clears throat> you know, there, there's a lot of spiritual benefit which comes from, from wearing them or putting them in your house. And so yes. I sometimes carry them around. And so I was just thinking, uh, I should just explain this to the class. And being Catholic, uh, everyone wants free things. So after I had, I had explained it, I said, does anyone want a Benedictine medal? And everybody's hands oh, went wow. up in sixth grade. So... I ran out. I think I still owe two kids. Shout out to those two children, uh, two Benedictine awesome. medals. But it's it's a delightful thing to see uh, how how desperate they are for the faith. Amen. How how hungry they are. Like they put their hands out and they're like grasping at it, and and it was a a joyful kind of thing to be able to go through. Now that I've taught them what with all the symbols mean, and, well, and, and to all see the... them wanting the medal then and, and to bring oh, it yeah. to to wear to their homes. While we uh, pause for one minute, we do have more donations. Way to go, St. E's community. This is awesome. We have Greg and Bridget Dar. Thank you so much for your donation. Oh, there you are. Terry Close and Mike Wenker. And there they are. Yes, my in-laws. Thanks, Father <laughs> Stephen. Thank you. Barb and Tom Neeser. I am thrilled that you donated. That is so good. So they are now helping lead morning prayer on Saturdays. Yes, they are. And I'm just throwing that out there because maybe you're listening right now and you go to morning prayer on Saturdays before Mass and you'd like to support that. Well, support it by showing your support anyway, by calling in, <laughs> right? So 260-436-9598. That's outstanding. That You can call or you can text the word give. Uh, but really, thank you, Tom and Barb. And thank you, everyone who's donating now for St. E's. Again, our goal is 16000 so we need to kind of mount some momentum for the St. E's community. Push but, hard, brothers. Dave's fault. But honestly, the uh, the work that you're doing with Faith with Fathers, to me, really shows that momentum. And so on my end, when we talked about it, Spirit in the Schools, what was just outright cool was that the teachers were so excited to really not only get to know you all on a more human level, but to learn the faith themselves, the adult catechists, oh, sure. so much more deeply than they had known. And, and it's kind of that thing where when you think about a, a church with 2,000 years of history— with the depth of scripture, and of course then with Old Testament, thousands more years. When you think about a church with at least 10,000 known canonized saints, <laughs> you can never be done learning about the Catholic faith, oh, never. you know? You could live you could live 300 years and not have to sleep and you wouldn't scratch the surface <laughs> of you. everything that's in the church. I need to write that down. I need to keep that, you know, just yeah. as, because it's inspiring actually, like the desire to learn and grow is just fundamental in us from the Lord, so. Um, this is great. We have one other pledge that just came in. John Trock. Thank you, John. We are thrilled to have so many of you calling in pledges or texting. We appreciate it. Keep them coming. 260-436-9598. So, Father Stephen, yeah. when you think about the year for Faith with Fathers, and I, I do want to then shift topics because there's Whatever so much goodness in the about, community. Man. There's plenty to say. How do you think about you know topics are the teachers just saying you literally pick it and run with it or do they weigh well, in on like it, 
liturgical so part of the year or whatever it might be. It depends. Normally, normally they just trust us, and, and that's a good sign. <laughs> yes, it to is. To have a, a topic handy that, that benefits them. And occasionally, they'll say our students are grappling with this. And it, it could be a, a fundamental understanding of something mm -hmm. in the sacraments, or it could even be like a sin sure. or something like that. Or it could be a, a topic that's in, in, the, in the media uh, right now, and they want more information, or they want the church's uh, view on that, mm -hmm. or or they want the teaching on this virtue. And so you sure. go in and you're like, well, you don't necessarily tell the students that's what's happening, yes. but but you do take their advice into consideration and you, you sit down and you're like, look guys, and you, and you might tell them a story or, or you might just literally go straight to the sacrament and be like, let's talk about confession or something like yes. that. Right. And immediately you find that if the teacher has asked you to prepare something along those lines, and again, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't because you, you might get delayed or whatever. Right. Right. Fine, whatever. But what you find is the kids, all their hands go up. Uh, and then they really, it, it's like, I don't know, cracking open an egg. There's all sorts of stuff inside that they sure. want to get to bear with. And no, it's a delightful time. But normally, normally, again, it's just prayer and discernment on yes. your own with the priests and occasionally the office staff. Well, and the Holy Spirit's <laughs> in that, right? So it's, oh, it's really God guiding you directly. Well, it's beautiful. Yeah. We want to thank a number of other donors now. Daniel, I apologize if I'm going to have your last name wrong. I believe it might be Crake. So if I have that wrong, I apologize. But thank you for your gift. Susan Lee, thank you so much for calling in a pledge. We are blessed. This is great. Well, Father Stephen, yes, I sir. think it would be wonderful for some families that may not know you as well, or especially if they're not at seniors, to hear a little bit more of your background. Oh, God help us. Well, <laughs> and I, I don't know this at all, but I, ahead, I would Zach. guess that you may be our only active priest who also has military experience. That's And I think that's hmm. a really unique grace that the Lord, his particular path that he called, and you think about that as vocation, so like our shared common vocation for all, you know, in humanity, it's the holiness. path to holiness mm -hmm. or union with God, right? But I love learning about how the Lord called individual people to his plan. So just share a little bit of a story about time in military, about how the Lord led you from that, and you discerned that he was, in fact, leading you to the priesthood. Oh, okay. Well, here it is. The, uh, so in third grade, now I'll get to the military real quick. Don't worry. In third grade, I knew I was supposed to be a priest. And okay. mind you, knew is a strong word, but I felt a call to the priesthood. Um, and by eighth grade, I thought that was crazy. And sure. I thought it was just service-oriented. And... Because I was a Boy Scout and stuff like that. And September 11th happened. Uh, 2001, I was in high school at Bishop Bluers. Shout yes. out to Bishop Bluers. Oh, go nice. Nice. There you go. And the... <laughs> did you go to Bishop Bluers? Just out of curiosity? I am from the East Coast. Oh, so I went to uh, Loyola Blakefield, <laughs> great Catholic school, Jesuit tradition, but I um, was not from the area originally. Well, glory so. to God. Welcome to God's country. Thank you. <laughs> yes. That's great. But anyway, so I was at Bluers and, and I, I said, well... There's a war starting, so I, I and I love my country, so I decided to enter in, and I got into the into the United States Military Academy. I graduated in 08, and in 2009, I graduated 08. In 2009, I was in Afghanistan, and about nine months in, it was a very kinetic uh, deployment. We were on the border with Pakistan, and my unit was supposed to interdict uh, enemy Taliban and Harkani elements coming across the border. Okay, uh, so it was a very very violent place. Um, and thank God we had a bunch of injuries, but no fatalities on our side. Thank you, Lord. But yes. oh yeah, Amen. all glory to God. Because but there it was. Was we had had a bunch of close calls. Sure. And, and I hate to interrupt yeah, you, but I just ahead. have to let our listeners know 
We are coming to the bottom of the hour break in just a few minutes. Our current total, $1,485. Thank you, St. E's parishioners. That's fantastic. Our goal, though, is 16000 so we got to mount some uh, you know, momentum for some energy. I am really hoping, sincerely, that you have one of your parishioners driving to the campus right now for some <laughs> other errand, listening, who will then bring in a radio and just walk around the campus with us and get some more donors coming in. Well, that's a shock that's great. the kids. But, um, our staff will let us know, but our break will come soon. But continue. This is so. So you're there. So you're I'm on there. active duty. Month nine, and again, I was a field artillery officer, and I was attached to a maneuver unit, and my job was to to coordinate uh, indirect fire and and air support. And but but again, the enemy had had no air support, but they had plenty of indirect. Well, anyways, month nine, I wake up in my in my hooch, and uh, which is just a, a shack with with tin over the top sure. to keep the rain off. And I, I realized for the first time, I've been scared plenty of times during this deployment, but for the oh, first yes. time it like clicked in my 24-year-old brain that I could be killed. And, and in that moment, I said a very honest prayer to God. And I said, look, I said, you might want me to be a priest, but I can't be a priest if I'm dead. I was negotiating. <laughs> By the way, don't negotiate with God. I, my theology wasn't that great at the time. Still, I was being honest. Always be honest with God. Yes. And, yes. and I said to him, if you, if you want me to be a priest, you get me out of this alive, and I will look into it, like I said. I said, I will. I owe the Army five years, but as soon as that time's up, I'll look into it. So sure. He got me out of there alive. Um, I started taking my faith much more, started living my faith, I should say, much more seriously. Good. And after I got home, and five years went by, I got out of the Army. I threw myself on the mercy of uh, Bishop Kevin Rhodes. Okay. Uh, who was kind enough to accept me into seminary yes. at Mount St. Mary Seminary in 2014. Yes. And that's where I ran into you, apparently, yes. the first year. Well, we were visiting Father Daniel Neeser, my brother-in-law, and so uh, we did get to meet you then, which was beautiful. It was just wonderful to be at the Mount, and uh, there's a number of guys with us at the time, um, some from our diocese, some, some in other dioceses oh. now. Um, but of course, as we've been talking, we have one other donation. Thank you, Diana Anderson. You have called in a pledge. Way to go, Diana. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you to all of you who have donated. That's great. But really, I do think you might be our only priest currently serving who has active duty experience. And what a just amazing story that the Lord, your unit, did not have any fatalities. Well, not that go around. You know, and, and that yeah. when you were there you had this awakening and it sounds like that was an element of encounter for you that even though it was an encounter where you were aware of your mortality that prompted you to turn to the lord oh yeah deeply. well again i can go into more depth if you'd like but i mean i had been praying on and off throughout that first deployment but but really like that moment of of like fear for lack of a better term yeah did turn my heart more towards the lord and then I got back home, and as God would arrange it, all my friends got transferred out of the unit. They didn't do anything wrong or anything. It was just the way the Army was and the way yes. <laughs> the Spirit was making arrangements. Sure. And then I had a, more time to think about who I was and what my life was, because and, and, I, I wasn't going out to hang out with the guys. Uh, I was making new friends, but didn't have anyone I was going out to hang out with sure. yet. Sure, right. So questioning, asking, praying, and then uh, a real hardcore turning back towards the sacrament of confession. And then after that reception... Uh, going to that sacrament and gaining the graces from that, then a, a real growth spurt of, no, I'm going to be going consistently to confession for the rest awesome. of my life. I'm going to be striving to be receiving the Eucharist as much as I can. Yes. 
when you think about really just what a sacrament is, so as it you know makes visible the invisible reality of God, that's happened for you, and oh, that's truly. what we experience as Catholics, right? We experience, and and those who are called to convert and to join the church, if they come to a mass, they they start to experience that themselves, and they hunger for that. I mean, so that's just great hearing an echo of that. We had yet another pledge, Doctor Sandeep Patel. Thank hey, you. Shout out. That's awesome. We are so grateful to all of you who have pledged. I know our total is increasing. We might have, though, quite a ways to go so that we can reach the $16,000 total in St. E's. We know you have abundant generosity, <laughs> but I know that our team here is going to be telling us about our bottom of the hour break soon. So when you first came, yeah. came back home and you were in that prayer and receiving that and, and you felt that call, um, you said there was a short gap when you were out of formal active duty for the military before you were formally in seminary. Yeah, 2013. So... Presumably, though, you would apply because there's a waiting time when you're, you know, you're first admitted, oh, yeah. right? So um, how long of a time was it when your military service ended before you even applied? Was it like pretty much immediate? So I, was, I wasn't even out of the Army yet when I called back home. Okay. Because a chaplain who, funnily enough, had been in a battle with me, he, he was posted up at, in Alaska, which is where I was stationed when I was stateside. And he said, I... I see you in this chapel a lot. What are you going to do when you get out of the army? I said, well, I think I'm going to try and get your job. Yes. And he put me in contact with, at the time, the vocation director was Monsignor Gaelic. Okay. And so I called him and he said, look, I don't know you from Adam. Can you stay out of trouble for a year while we get to know each other? And I said, yeah, sure. So I came home and, and then I, I had plenty of stuff to do. And again, one of the gifts of the army is you have friends all over the country. So I was traveling a little bit. But but in that time, um, I was filling out paperwork and I got my psyche val and um, uh, just a bunch of other stuff. Getting to know the vocation director. Yes. And and I told him. He said, "Do you have any fears?" I said, "I said I don't know what I'm going to do with my life if this doesn't pan out." He just laughed and he said, "Don't worry." He says, "We'll just take it one day at a time." Sure. And you know, right. just summon up sufficient for the day is its own evil. And like I said, by the grace of God, by February, I want to say. Uh, I had been ex accepted in 2014. Great. So, yeah. Well, we're going to take a break here now, but we want to thank, before we do, two other pledges have come in. Thank hey. you to Terry Close and Peter Lamaster. Way to go, St. E's community. And Sarah Bishop. This is exciting. Thank, thank you all you, for your children. pledges. So when we come back, Father Stephen, we need to talk a little bit more about just an abundant charism of youth ministry. You are also starting to talk a little bit about um, service at Lutheran and, and uh, perhaps some homebound ministry. So I'd love to talk to you about that. But stay tuned, St. E's community. We have more to pledge for Redeemer Radio for the great ministry here in Fort Wayne, South Bend. You're listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's share on 106.3 FM WRDF Columbia City, Fort Wayne, and 95.7 FM WRDI Napanee, Michiana. We don't have people answering the phones right now, but you can still call 260-436-9598 and leave a message or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com make a one-time pledge, or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station. I think as Catholics, we have a duty to evangelize. We don't always do the best job with that. And I think for me, Redeemer Radio has helped me understand my faith better and also be able to explain it to others in a way that is uh, humble, meek, and uh, respectful. 
Joining our mission is even easier with our mobile app. Download Redeemer Radio's app to your Apple or Android device and click Give Now. This is Bishop Kevin Rhodes. On my program, Truth and Charity, I'm able to connect with the faithful across our diocese each week, discussing a variety of topics and answering your questions. Thank you for listening to and supporting Catholic programming like Truth and Charity, heard right here on Redeemer Radio. We recently received notice that, within the next six months, we will have to move the transmitter used to broadcast Redeemer Radio to the Fort Wayne area. We have a committee of radio and legal experts helping us navigate this complicated and expensive process. But we need you, all of our listeners, to please consider making a truly sacrificial gift so that we have the funds needed to relocate our tower as well as cover FCC and legal fees. Join us in praying for a solution that sustains our reach and mission. Redeemer Radio equips listeners to evangelize so that God can work miracles in our families, neighborhoods, and communities. Every donation helps us reach more souls for Christ as the seeds of faith are spread. We'll never know how many souls are saved because of the generosity of listeners like you. Help us continue reaching souls for Christ. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio's share Thank you for tuning in to your listener-supported local Catholic radio station.
And welcome back, listeners, back. to Redeemer Radio, Spring Share-a-thon. Ooh, Father wow. Stephen, I love it. It's oh, great. That's... <laughs> we are here for the St. E's Hour. Our goal is $16,000. We've had some very generous donors get us started. We are at $2,385, or we're at, because there's been some more pledges since. All glory to God. And I think we, right before the break, we were thanking Sarah Bishop, and we'd like to thank, over the break, a number of you have called in. Barbara Emerson, thank you for your pledge. Benita Steyer, thank you so much for yours. Also, Sarah Cash, Carolyn Travis, Larry Till, bringing us up now to $2,735. Way to go, St. E's. We've got a lot more work to do, so it's great, but I am having a blast talking with Father Stephen about the great good your community has. In the break, we've been talking a little bit more, so we, we want to talk on youth ministry because sure. there's some amazing programs. I've learned about some young adult initiatives that are fun, and there's actually a brew ministry. And yes. so through marriage, my, my cousin through marriage um, is very involved in that and actually built from scratch, essentially, your, you know, your fridge for this. But I think this is great. You've got a number of men. I think it's mainly men at this point. It's all men. It's right all now. men yeah. who feel, you know, they have a gift to understand the science of brewing needed. So they're brewing <laughs> beer so that Saney's can use this for various events where it's appropriate to use it. Of course. I mean, that's awesome. That's a one way to live your faith of like, hey, we have this talent. We're going to give this to our parish and our parish can use it. So like I know, for example, you have a summer festival, but what's what's the name for like the summer? Well, Seton Fest is the name of the summer festival. Because I know Seton Fest was able right. to use it, right? Oh, yeah. So, well, like, that was our first. That was our flagship whatever event. Yes, the, um, tell, tell, like, you might be the only community with a brew ministry. Tell us about it. We don't. We're actually the second because I started the community. other one when I was a seminarian right. up okay. in Elkhart. All right. Because so All right. like. Full disclosure, like I myself don't drink, but I greatly admire beer brewing and that sort of thing. And you mentioned just a little earlier in the program how the church has this vast history of everything. We have yes. a, the Catholic Church has a strong tradition of brewing beer and, and making wine, especially for monks and monastery life. Right? Exactly right. right. And likewise, then. And in community festivals throughout like medieval Europe and everything like that, like brewing was was an integral part of celebratory feasts and yes. things like that. Right. So it was key to the community. And <clears throat> excuse me. And so there I am uh, just thinking about it. And at the time, again, it's always been in the back of my mind because uh, people getting into the, making their own like microbreweries and stuff out mm -hmm. of their house and things like that. And oh, sure. Right. Lots of people were buying up their own private stuff. But what you found was in general that people would do it for a little while and then they'd have families and they wouldn't have time to do it anymore and, and take up space in the garage and they'd want to get rid of it or God bless them, their wives would want it out of the house. Oh, sure. Yes. And so this has always been percolating in the back <clears throat> of my head since I learned about like people doing their own personal brewing. And I said, I bet you we can get a brew club started and and get the men of the parish involved because it, it's it's a, again like it's open to the women too. Right. Don't misunderstand. Yes. Yeah. But, but it's it's I don't know for lack of a better term more of a masculine activity. Well, I and, think a lot of uh, men look for a hobby, you know, that, oh, sure. especially one that can be used for good, right? So exactly, and and so I just tossed it out and said, does anyone? Oh, and I, first I asked Father Terry, I said, are you okay with me doing this? He says, yeah, sure. And we had space in the rectory basement. So I, I, I pitched it out to the community. So did anybody got brewing equipment? You can store it in our rectory and we're going to have a club. And it turned into a ministry. That's one of them always corrects me. He says, it's a ministry, Father. Well, sure. And I don't disagree. Right. And so they show up and we had a, a great guy. He's not even Catholic. Donate a, a Oh, and help us buy also a bunch of equipment and grain. And he's also an expert in brewing. He actually has a brewery down in Logansport. And like oh, I said, okay. he's not even Catholic, but 
but we went down there and we blessed his brewery. Oh, wow. Um, so it was great. And putting on the cope and splashing the holy water around and sure. scaring all the people there. It was great. <laughs> they <laughs> walked by a guy who was walking in as I was walking past in the cope and he almost fell over. And one of the uh, one of our members of the brew club said, no, it's okay. He's just blessing the place. And he looked at us and said, oh, okay. And he walked <laughs> over to the bar. <laughs> you know, we're called to carry our faith everywhere. Oh, so. we're not afraid. So, yeah. We're proud to be Catholics. Amen. And Amen. So, so anyway, so so it started, and then we, we brewed 100 gallons of beer. That's a lot of we, gallons of beer. Oh, yeah, it was incredible. It was a delicious amber uh, named the Ale Mary, and uh, <laughs> it was a big success at the, at the festival. Yes. And then we had a... Uh, and then we had a, a young adult thing that was, was starting up around October. Yes. And an event, a bonfire, uh, and, and singing drinking songs. And they asked us for, for some support, and we had uh, we brewed up an Oktoberfest ale. Okay, great. And so, so it just quickly spiraled. We just made an, a recent one. It was a vanilla port. Um, we call it Stone Roller for Easter. Oh, and the, uh, awesome. A lot of fun comes into naming it. <laughs> yes. But it always starts with the prayer. We always yes. begin our, our brewing events with a prayer, and then we always, there are blessings for grain and hops, right. and then once it's actually made, there is a blessing. The church has a blessing for beer. Well, I appreciate that you have not only the knowledge for blessing, but actually the church history in it, and that you're seeing how an interest for one arm of your community can then serve further, right? So that is, I think, a charism that Saint has is an invitation, a welcome, and then there's there's a fire of the Holy Spirit from it. And from that welcome, we've had even uh, oh, more donations called in. Thank you. We have Mike and Janet Edinson. Thank you so much for your gift. Jim Gamble, thank you for yours. And Tom and Rebecca, I so apologize if I have your last name wrong, but I think it's Jerzak. Thank you so much for your pledge. Mary Ella, and again, if I have this, I apologize, but I believe Holzer. thank you for your gift. And Robert Kelly, what a great grace this is, St. E's. Over the break, we also reached out. So if anybody at St. E's is on campus listening, we're looking for a text um, alert from the office to go out to the school families <laughs> that they have something like 15 minutes remaining to call in a pledge. By the way, that number, if you need it, 260-436-9598. You can call or text the word GIVE. You can also share a message. So we haven't gotten that yet, but if somebody wants to share in, uh, here we go. Here is Cousin Through Marriage, Aaron Sporer. Thank you, hey. Aaron. Shout out to one of our favorite priests, Father Stephen. Oh, and thank you for the uh, shout out to me, to Aaron, to our host. That's great. So um, Aaron's husband, Barry, is one of your brew ministry leaders well, and as you refrigerator said, builder, Well, again, like, amazing. there it is. Like, we just sort of sat down and started talking about it. And we're like, well, what do we need? And we figured we needed a bunch of kegs. And we're like, well, how are we going to keep them cold? And it's amazing. Like, we just... It, it, it reminds me a little bit of the army. You toss out a problem to the guys, and they're like, well, I bet you we can build something or we can solve it. And sure enough, Barry had some materials lying around. He's an engineer. And yes. he said, I bet you we could we could build a refrigerator. So in the garage, we had the space of the rectory. Like, we just, he, he and a few helping hands constructed a full walk-in refrigerator. Wow. We, uh, I couldn't be more blessed <laughs> at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Parish. That's so great. They're right? so kind Amen. of their priests. There you go. So uh, as we're talking about that great grace about, again, hitting other ministries, Jody Young, you have called in a pledge with a great message. You rock, Father Stephen. Wow, Amen. Love it. And David Moore, you thank rock, you for Jody. your pledge as well. That is awesome. It's great. Thank you, David. So thinking about your ministries growing, I really do want others to hear of just the amazing connection you have. And I think thoughtfulness and depth for a youth ministry 
as an effort of the church. Oh. So the model for St. E's is Fraternus and Fidelis. Yes. So some of our listeners are not maybe going to know um, Latin names or, or heard a name like that, and they may not know that a lot of youth ministry programs now do carry names. But just oh, share a little yeah. bit about what Fraternus and Fidelis are set up to do. I have heard so much fruitfulness of stories from people in the community just over the years. So oh, glory to God. What have you seen in those? Well, so again, Fraternus and Fidelis are our... our not young adult, youth programs right. for, for mm. grade school to high school. And mm. there is, Fraternus means in, in Latin brotherhood. Yes. And then Fidelis means faithful. And Fidelis is for the girls and uh, Fraternus is for the boys. Yes. And so they are actually separate by sex. So the boys are all just together and the girls are all right. just together. And there's a few overlapping events, but but 90% of the this organization is, is, is strictly for the boys, is for the boys and the girls, is for the girls. And that allows them to talk and to be more open with sure. each other, we find, at such an early age. Now, that can be a really great format to do it. Oh, it's terrific. And so it starts off normally with with some sort of, for the boys, dodgeball normally. But oh, it can well, be yeah. some other sort of yeah. physical activity. Right. And the girls normally have some sort of game. It also might be like a, I hesitate to call it a scavenger hunt, but there can be some sort of physicality to it. But sure. but principally some sort of game. And then, then there's a teaching. And all of this is, is provided by a, a central organization. Uh, and the, the teaching always reflects upon virtue. So, for instance, awesome. something like That's courage exciting. or temperance or something yes. like that. Right. And there's also sometimes a movie clip incorporated. So, like, they'll they'll demonstrate, oh, what is it? Like, A Man for All Seasons was once a movie clip. And it was yes. showing you, like, sure. the courage of St. Thomas More. So, it's a very yes. Catholic, too, structure. Anyways, so so that happens. And then they, they break down into small groups, even within these these. Uh, these youth organizations mm-hmm. and they'll have discussions and it's all group led by adults. So I have fathers of the parish and I have also just young men of the parish mm-hmm. who aren't even fathers, but they're in the 20 something range and they're yes. good faithful men who are Catholics and, and they want to be share. a mentor and exactly. share some spiritual fatherhood themselves. Exactly yes. right. And so yeah. they'll talk for the last, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of, of the, of the youth event of, of the daily youth event weekly. Event, yes, and then they'll they'll wrap up with prayer, and they'll finish with night prayer, and oftentimes oh, they'll even great. finish great. with night prayer before the Blessed Sacrament, because it normally really corresponds. Great. Oh yeah, to Eucharistic adoration at the parish. Awesome, that is so inspiring. Well, I am inspired by that. I want to also thank other inspiring gifts, and really, if you're listening this hour and you have called in a pledge, God bless you. That is inspiring. Thank you for your generosity. Uh, let's see, David Moore, thank you for your gift. Jason and Karen Wardwell, thank you for yours. Our current total, this is a staggering uptick from where we just were, $5,010. Way to go, St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. Very grateful to you, my and, brothers and, and sisters. And I want to say she is the first canonized saint in the Americas. Does that ring a bell for you? So yes. we have so, well, let St. Me... Kateri Tekuitha <laughs> would have predated her chronologically, right? She is, again, like it's always funny how it, how it, the, you calculate, well, who is what first, in American yes. history. But she is the first uh, American citizen born in what becomes the United right, States. Right, okay, right. Because <laughs> she's born before the Revolution. Well, and one of the few saints in the earlier history of the church that was also a mother. So, oh, yes? Yeah, pretty powerful, but also a great founder of Catholic education in our country. So think about the charisms then of, of her doing that, for whom your parish is named, for Turnus and Fidelis. There is something really powerful about small group ministry because you're, you're living in communion with one another. And it, to me, it harkens back to the original ministry of the Lord called certainly the disciples, but the apostles as 12, small group ministry who then went out and formed their own groups and so forth. And it's that in community we, we can find encounter, right? And oh, that absolutely. encounter, of course, 
always points us back to source and summit, back to the Eucharist, to the Lord himself. But we need those encounters with one another, you know, and the fact that you're ending one of those nights actually with the Lord in adoration, that's profound. So way well, to go. Well, glory to God. We have uh, a number of um, stories that my wife and I have received because we have some friends who help lead that. So it's just, it's really great knowing that there's such desire to share the faith to help the next generation be excited about the faith and to really encounter the Lord. And so I want to continue thanking, this is excellent, Kim and Kyla Krish. Thank you for your pledge in honor of our three amazing priests and two deacons. Oh, God bless. And Steve and Dory Bush. This is really fun to get some shout outs coming in. Again, if you call, I guess you could even text. I don't know. You have to let me know, Steph. If you text, can you include a threat? Look at that. It just got easier. You don't even have to call. You can just text the word GIVE, 260-436-9598, and add whatever other string you want to give a shout-out to anyone in the community. You know, in the education side of it, I hope we get a shout-out for a teacher or two because you've got a great staff there. So. I am incredibly blessed. Well, I want to thank again Stephen Dory Bush, Doug, and Judy Dybel. Thank you all. This is thank great. Thank you so much. I'm still hoping there's that, like, text message coming out from the school to the families. We've got seven minutes. That is time. I mean, we could get you know, just some staggering new total from many more pledges coming in. Oh, well, whatever God wants. That's I'll, outstanding. We are willing to take. Well, let's think about young adults because yeah. um, historically, well, actually, that's incorrect. I, I don't mean to use the word historically, but <laughs> in the recent church right now, the young adult dynamic can be a hard group to, to meet because they're literally physically moving. You know, they may be moving geographically. Oh, they're sure. in some place of transition. Maybe they're staying in Fort Wayne, but they're on different sides of the city. So you might have someone for a time, but then they're, you know, going to move on. Sure. And sometimes I think it can be that that group gets overlooked, but there can be a real hunger for the Lord. Like, hey, I was in community in college. We had, maybe it was at a Catholic college. Maybe we had a Newman Center, whatever it was. Maybe it was just through my parish, but but now I need that, right? So you were saying, though, that St. Edith's is rising to that, that you have young adults in your community oh, yeah. who are spontaneously starting new efforts. Well, yeah, no, as, as I said, I mean, just from the fraternus and fidelis standpoint, I've got young men and young women who are coming out and are, are filling a mentor role, even though they aren't married or perhaps they're dating. or And a few of them have gotten married since sure. they've been at the parish. Yes. I've been it's exciting to, to see vocations come, right? Oh, yeah, no, glory to God. And But at the, at the same time, like, do they have their own sort of events? And so I've been in, in just talking with different uh, personalities of these young adults over the course of three years now. And and they'll just reach out and they'll be like, can we do something at, at the parish? And I said, sure. So, like, for instance, yes. the, the big, the real big uh, event was this bonfire. And it doesn't have, it doesn't correspond to a group or an organization or anything like that. But just some of the young adults were like, can we have a bonfire in our parking lot? And I said, that sounds like fun. I said, yes. yeah, absolutely we <laughs> yes. can. So That's I had to find great. a big piece of steel, a big piece of... So uh, that you don't melt the so asphalt, So we don't melt the right? asphalt. Yes, we put it right. on, on, yeah. on cinder block. Right. Again, we're just solving problems, which is yeah. fun. And then we got all this wood, like a tree fell on one of our parishioners' house. Thank God no one was hurt. But they chopped up the tree and we had all this extra then you wood. Have the wood. Wow. And so, yes. so we, we started this fire and then we we brought in even people from the young adult community to who knew drinking songs who are are, are professional <laughs> so and they funny. sing it like saint patrick events and stuff so but it's bringing people in oh, for the lord this is great so you had fire and you had song and you and you had free suds and again everything in moderation it was for 21 and up yes but but right. then after that if anyone wanted to stick around you could go to um we had adoration See, and, that's, and that's a rosary. The of it. And so, so we had about 30 kids the first time, and, and then we had 15 stay for the rosary. Well, again, they wanted to do this again, and they, had, they have more friends. The friends are branching out now. Yes. And so they reached out, and they said, can we do something similar at, um, 
at St. Vincent's yes. at your home parish yes. or where you where you're where you're it is my home parish indeed. oh wonderful yes. praise God well, yeah. two in one good yes. for you the, can uh, I pause you real quick on this because just the energy we've had like 10 pledges come in oh glory uh, to God Don and Florence Malk thank you that's awesome Susan Clark thank you in honor of St. E's RCIS and Bible study uh, St. E's has a wonderful priest we are so blessed Verna Schneider thank you as well Carl Rolfson, thank you for your gift. Jim Zollinger, thank you for pledging online. Sheila Chapin, thank you for your gift. Angie Prophet, thank you for yours. That brought our total to $6,985. Way to go, St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. And then even after that, we've had pledges. Steve and Julia Baker pledging online and Rose Scranton. And we still have five minutes. Please keep them coming. Oh, here we go. Pat Badley. Our priests are all amazing at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. Our daughter runs home on Wednesdays to tell us what she learned at Faith with Fathers. Pat, you have to be listening this hour to be picking that up. That's awesome. Thank you. Very kind. Blessings. Uh, also, Dr. Moore family pledging online. That is great. So I am pumped about this. So you have 30 or so. You have this bonfire event. You have Jesus, again, is, is the source and summit of all that we do. So you're, you're there with Adoration and the Rosary. Right. And now it's come back to St. Vincent's and oh, presumably so, so even more. Oh, so they want to do it again for Christmas. So, again, okay. like that was more of a Halloween thing. And then it, it spiraled into, like, they wanted to have Christmas carols. And, and so I think they called it Cocktails and Carols. So oh, we had, nice. We had material for mixed drinks. But then we also had song sheets for for classic Christmas carols and a lot of religious themed ones, obviously. Yes. Because the reason for the season. Amen. And so so then I was able to show up. They had 75. So they had more than doubled in size. And again, they're they're drawing from all over the city now and, and they're just going from place to place. And in fact, they're they're doing another event. Um gosh, what is it? It's a May crowning. Oh great. Uh, over at uh Our Lady of Good Hope. Nice. And so that'll be May eleventh. And great. again, like we were having food from Guadalupe's. Oh nice. And again, Insanees Brewing Ministry is yes, providing there again, you go. alcohol and there'll be volleyball and cornhole and, and a May crowning. Great. And prayer great. at the end. So anyway, so it, it's just sort of happening grassroots. What, what the kids want, the kids, the 20-somethings want, is to be invited. They don't necessarily want, and mind you like, you, like you can put it in the bulletins, of course, and that sort of thing. But what they really want is that personal connection. What they really want is to be invited. Yes. And they really want to get to know their priests and, and the yes. religious sisters. So we've even invited the Sisters of St. Francis to come. Oh, good. So again, like the idea of mingling the whole Catholic body from, from all levels. What you're saying actually applies to all ages. We all hunger to be invited Truly. to the Lord. And and again, from that, some more in, inspiration. Barry Sporer, you have heard that Aye. your refrigeration work has just spread God's ministry. So thank you for your gift today, too. That's fantastic. <laughs> Ronald, um, and Ronald, I so apologize if I have it wrong, but Glotzbach, thank you so much. Or Glotzbach, I apologize if I have it wrong. Anthony Gray, Tony, thank you for your gift. That's fantastic. I, I really only know you through your family, but you have an outstanding family. God bless you. Maria Joy Booth, thank you for your gift. I love that your middle name is Joy. That's fantastic. <laughs> and Marty, and Marty, I promise uh, I don't want to mispronounce anyone, but I think it's Hawk Stetler. So thank you, Marty, so much for your gift as well. Sainties, we're down to our final two minutes, but we have really been just on the Holy Spirit's fire reaching well over half our goal now, $8,385. This, by the way, is supporting a goal for Redeemer Radio of, I think, $300,000 is the total I heard driving in hmm. uh, to keep the ministry, you know, not only alive and active, but truly healthy and really thriving. So we have much more of the Spring share following CNEs, but you still have a minute or two to call in. I hope we get some more names popping in. And to give one other shout out to someone in the community, 
Here is one anonymous donation. Thank you as well. It's so inspiring that, uh, named or unnamed, that the Spirit is, is at work. Father Stephen, as we end the hour, yes, I think it might be appropriate to ask you for a blessing for your community. Of course. Um, and just, you know, I'm thinking about the inspiration. I, I, if I had another hour, I'd love to ask you about more inspiring stories along the way, but I'm so grateful for the ones I've heard. Would you close us out with a blessing for the St. East community? And, and just thanks be to God for all of these great donations. Of course. Through the imposition of my priestly hand, the intercession of Mary, the mother of God, St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, and all the patron saints and angels who guard and protect those at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. May Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father Stephen. Thank you, St. Elizabeth Ann Seton community. This is amazing. Our new total, $9,385. Glory be to God. You're listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's Sherathon on 106.3 FM, WRDF, Columbia City, Fort Wayne, and 95.7 FM, WRDI, Napanee, Michiana. We don't have people answering the phones right now, but you can still call 260-436-9598 and leave a message or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. Make a one-time pledge or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station. There's so many other people out there who are in the same shoes that, that I was. People who are just opening up to the faith, you know, for whatever reason, there's an openness, there's a curiosity in their heart. And Redeemer Radio is one way that is really, I mean, literally broadcasting the faith but even just in a figurative way, broadcasting it so that they could receive. I mean, these are people who are receptive. Um, and I've heard stories of this, of, of people who were just driving around town and somehow, you know, scanning through the channels, came across Redeemer Radio, and maybe even were really angry at the answers they were hearing through the programs. But after a while, started to realize like there's a consistency in what was being taught. And it challenged them and they, you know, did research, they struggled, they wrestled with those, you know, topics or questions and came to realize that they agreed with it, that they saw the truth in it. Um, so in that way, I think it's a, I think Redeemer Radio is a great tool of evangelization, of, of literally broadcasting the faith. Let the Holy Spirit work through your generosity. Give securely online by going to RedeemerRadio.com and click Give Now or call 260 260- Four three six ninety five ninety eight. You can give sustaining support to Redeemer Radio by making a monthly gift. Ongoing contributions help to reduce our dependence on Sherathon and allow us to focus on future needs. All donors who make a monthly gift of fifteen dollars or more will receive a fun travel mug that reminds you to leave room for the Holy Spirit. Monthly gifts of $25 or more receive the travel mug, plus entry for a free trip to the Holy Land. Please call or give online today so your contribution can amplify the voice of the Creator.
Hey there, I'm Nancy from Catholic Sprouts, and I am honored to support the mission of Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media. Please consider joining me in this effort by giving so that through your gift, Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media can continue to offer encouragement and hope where it is most needed. Redeemer Radio began almost 20 years ago to respond to the most urgent need of Catholics at that time, which was solid apologetics and faith formation. Since then, the world has undergone unprecedented change. While Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the tools for evangelization must adjust to best speak to the longing of the human heart in the current culture. In our time, with a decrease of Christian values, there's also been an increase in loneliness, isolation, and division. Redeemer Radio invites the heart to listen so that we can amplify the voice of the Creator. Together, we can journey toward the fulfillment of life in Christ. Now more than ever, Redeemer Radio needs your prayers, encouragement, and support. Help us continue sharing Christ across the Diocese of Fort Wayne South Bend and beyond. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio Share-a-thon. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station.